0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, August 8th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dowling. Here's today's State of Lines. On to the House for Climate package. Braun questions Thompson commitment to Global Climate Solutions Act. USDA moves organic regs. The House is next after the climate bill passes the Senate. U.S. House should be the final stop this week for a historic funding package aimed at slashing U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. Vice President Kamala Harris cast the deciding vote in the Senate yesterday afternoon after a marathon around-the-clock debate. The final bill was amended to include more than $5 billion in farm debt relief, as well as $4 billion in drought funding for the Bureau of Reclamation. The bill also provides about $18 billion for four Farm Bill conservation programs and additional funding for USDA-run energy and forest programs. Farm groups had remained relatively mum in the wake of the Schumer-Mansion deal and the resulting GOP outcry. But Jim Mulhern, the president and CEO of the National Milk Producers Federation, issued a statement yesterday calling the measure a, quote, game changer for the dairy industry. So what's next? Well, House members are scheduled to return from their August recess and consider the bill on Friday. Intra-GOP fight leaves ag credit bill stalled. Even as the Democrat climate funding package heads toward the finish line, another significant measure remains mired in the House, the Growing Climate Solutions Act, which would authorize USDA to certify credit verification services and ag advisors. The chief Senate GOP sponsor of the bill, Indiana Senator Mike Braun, is expressing some frustration that the House Ag Committee's top Republican, Glenn Thompson, has yet to let the bill move to the floor. Braun tells AgriPulse that he worked out Thompson's concern with the bill, only to have Thompson now insist on attaching a separate measure he once passed called the Sustains Act. Braun says that would make it harder to pass the CGSA. I don't know how serious he was about doing it in the first place, Braun said, of Thompson and the GCSA. A House staffer familiar with Thompson's thinking disagrees that his concerns with the Global Climate Solutions Act have been fully addressed. The staffer says Thompson thinks attaching sustains would make it easier to win House GOP support for GCSA, but that it's a non-negotiable demand. Thompson's key concern with the bill revolves around the process for self certifying ag service. By the way, Thompson's SUSTAIN Act, which allows corporations and other private entities to contribute to USDA's conservation programs. The committee approved the bill in June. Farmland values jump more than 12%. The average value of U.S. farmland has jumped 12.4% this year to $3,800 an acre, a $420 an acre increase over last year. That's according to the USDA's annual land values report. Cropland values have increased even more by 14.3% to an average of $5,050 an acre. Pasture values are up 11.5%. The biggest increases are in the western Corn Belt and Central Plains. Iowa land is now worth an average of $9,400 an acre, a 21.4% increase over 2021. Minnesota land values have jumped 17.4% to $6,150 on average. Other increases include Kansas, up 25.2%, $2,630 an acre, Nebraska up 21%, $3,750, and South Dakota up 18.7% at $2,600 an acre. Elsewhere, California farmland values increased 10.1% to $12,000 an acre. The highest values are in the Northeast, with an average value in several states, topping $15,000 an acre. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Thompson offers language to senators for workforce legislation. Glenn Thompson has offered his services to two senators to bring up and about a successful outcome to negotiations on long-stalled ag labor. In a letter to Senators Michael Bennett, the Colorado Democrat, and Mike Crapo, the Republican from Idaho, Thompson includes an amendment to the Farm Workforce Modernization Act backed by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The key sticking point is a provision enabling H-2A workers to sue their farmers. Thompson is essentially calling for dropping that issue. Organic animal standards welcomed with caveat. Organic advocates were pleased with a new proposal to implement a wide variety of animal welfare protections for poultry and other livestock. The proposed rule appears to fully reinstate the vital requirements recommended by the National Organic Standards Board and organic stakeholders that were part of the 2017 final rule, including the crucial updates ensuring that organic chickens have outdoor access and indoor habitat, eliminating the so-called porches that allowed some producers to factory farm their poultry, said the Center for Food Safety attorney, Amy Van Son. The Organic Trade Association objected to one of the options for layer operations, which would allow 15 years for compliance. Organic has already waited nearly two decades for animal welfare reforms. Waiting an additional 15 years to implement outdoor access for organic layers would be unnecessary and unacceptable, OTA CEO and Executive Director Tom Chapman said. Tribal voices left out of Colorado River discussions, letter says. Fourteen tribal leaders say that tribes have been left in the dark about 2023 20, cuts in the Colorado River basin that will impact at least some of their water rights. In a letter to Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner Camille Tuden, they pressed Tuden to alert tribes to what options are being considered and how tribes will be affected. What is being discussed behind closed doors among the United States and the basin states will likely have a direct impact on basin tribal water rights and other resources, and we expect and demand that you protect our interests, they wrote. Keep in mind, all seven Colorado River basin states have until August 15th to come up with a plan to use between two and four million acre feet less water in 2023. If they don't, reclamation will make cuts for them. Here's today's He Said It. The Senate has now passed the most significant bill to fight the climate crisis ever. That's Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York. Well, that's daybreak for this Monday, August 8th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jack Daly.